Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's get into 2 John. We finished 1 John last week. 2 John only has 13 verses, but we'll see how far we get. Tonight, I may refer, I was telling Liz to be ready, I may refer to another chapter in the New Testament in a different book, and I think I will just to further explain. Remember, Scripture explains Scripture. So let's go to 2 John chapter 1. Well, it's verse 1. There's only one chapter in 2 John. This letter is from John the Elder. I'm writing to the chosen lady and to her children whom I love in the truth, as does what? As does everyone else who knows the truth. So let's go back to the beginning of that verse. I'm writing to the chosen lady and to her children. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means basically the church God has chosen and its members. He's referring to the church as the chosen lady because we're the bride of Christ, okay? So because he's not giving any particular names here, so he's writing to the, the church and the members of the church, the church that God has chosen and its members, all right? He says, whom I love in the truth, as does what? As does everyone else. Who knows the truth? So we love the church. You say, is the church a building? No, the church is people. It's the people who are saved, who have accepted Jesus. We're called to love each other, right? So, all right, let's keep going. Because the truth lives in us and will be with us forever. Did you know that um, Proverbs, I believe it's 1219, talks about truth lasts forever, but lies, they fade away. So truth lasts forever. And you guys know how that is. You keep talking to someone and the story changes, well, the truth stays the same. It's the lies that they're changing and they're changing, but you're able to figure out, well, that's not right. Someone said years ago, he said, you want to be able to remember your story? Just tell the truth. It's really hard to remember the story if you're like, you put some lies in here and there. Say, you, you want to be able to remember it? Just, just tell the truth, just like it happened, just like you remember it happening. So the truth lives in us. Remember, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He lives within us by the Holy Spirit. The truth lives in us and will be with us forever. All right, let's keep going on. Grace, mercy, and peace, which come from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, will continue to be with us who live what? Who live in truth and love. All right, let's read that verse again. Grace, Mercy and peace, which come from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, will continue to be with us who live, what? In truth and love. So John keeps mentioning love. 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 Okay? So let's talk about what love is. Okay? Real quick. I think we know as a whole, and we have a good general idea as believers. You've read the word. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I'd like to read through that chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, in the same version. Perfect. Thank you. New Living Translation. And this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth. And he's explaining what love is. All right? And what it's not, really. He says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. So if you're not walking in love, you're just making noise. Okay? Let's go on. 
If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. You see how central to our faith love is? I remember being around people of God over the years. Say, man, they know the word, they're anointed, this and that, but man, if they don't treat people right, what does that mean? I always look and see how people treat other people. If they're humble, if they're apologetic, if they're kind, we can make mistakes, but you say, oh, man, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. You tell people you love them, but you don't just tell people you love them, you live it. Remember, faith, faith is not just hearing the word, it's doing the word. Faith without works, faith without actions is dead. So, man, if I could move mountains, but I didn't love others, I would be nothing. He's making a point here. Faith is so central to our belief system as believers in Jesus and followers of Jesus. Let's keep going. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Are you still with me? Wow. This is so good in the New Living Translation, too. Let's keep rolling. Love is, look at what love is. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. Man, this is a lesson for all of us, right? We struggle in some of these areas, but I know in your heart of hearts you want to walk in love. Man, I want to walk in love. We say, Lord, I'm sorry I messed up today. No, look at this. Love does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. One translation says wrongdoing. Wow. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Praise God, the truth came out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown, unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. Well, in heaven, right? We're going to get to heaven. You won't need to speak in tongues anymore. I don't know exactly how we're going to speak, if we're going to be able to uh, read each other's minds or use actual words. I don't know how it's going to be. But at some point, prophecy and speaking in tongues, it's, it's in special knowledge, it, it will end, right? We need it here on this earth by the Spirit of God right now. But when you get to heaven, why would you need that? But love, someone say, but love. Uh-huh, but love will last forever. That's good. Hmm. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, he says, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. Do you remember those days? Sometimes you see kids do dumb stuff. You're like, why are you thinking? Like, well, they're, they're kids. They don't get it all. They speak and think and reason as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things, or you should have, <laughs> right? we got to be mature in some areas eventually. Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely just as God now knows me completely. When you get to heaven, you'll know everything you need to know. All your questions will be answered. But then he goes on to say, I love this, such a beautiful chapter. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope. And love. But the greatest of these is what? Love. So, I mean, you know how it is. You can invite someone to church and you can, you can pray real loud and do all these things. And I'm not saying you do this, but I'm just saying as an example, we as believers, our big thing is we need to walk in love. People are watching to see how we love each other. 
They will know us by our love, Jesus said. All right? So that explains love. Let's get back, and let's get back to, I'm going to read verse 3 again, 2 John 3. 2 John 1, 3. And it says, grace, mercy, and peace, which come from God, what? In truth and love. So if you live in truth and love, then you have grace, mercy, and peace. Oh, man, those are great things. Everybody wants peace. Verse 4. The Apostle John here, he says, how happy I was to meet some of your children, some of your church members. He's speaking to the church there figuratively. How happy, happy I was to meet some of your children and find them living according to what? According to the truth. Just as the Father commanded. How many of you hate being lied to? I don't like, I don't do real well with that. We've all made mistakes in that area. But man, it's like the older I get, the more experienced I get, I go, man, just tell me the truth. Don't, don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. Just give me the truth. Don't lead me on. Let's not waste time, okay? According to the truth. How happy I was to meet some of your children and find them living according to the truth, just as the Father commanded. Walking in truth. I'm writing to remind you, dear friends, he goes on to say, there it is, the apostle of love, that we should love one another. This is not a new commandment, but one we have had from when? From the beginning. A commandment we have had from the beginning. It's not new. Jesus, Jesus gave it. Jesus gave the commandment to love each other. All right? Love means doing what God has commanded us. Shh. While I'm preaching, please don't distract, okay? Love means doing what God has commanded us, and he has commanded us to love one another. Hmm. Love means doing, and he's going he's gonna to make a point here. Love means doing what God has commanded us, and he has commanded us to love one another just as you heard from the beginning. That's good. He says, I say this because many deceivers have gone out into the world. Are there lies on social media? You guys remember during COVID, one headline would contradict another headline. They're talking the same story. I remember reading it going, this is crazy. What's really happening here? This would, and I can't give you specifics, but I remember over and over during COVID, and you can find it now, COVID or not, just headlines contradict each other. They're painting a, they're using words that paint a different picture, so it's lies. It's, it's deceiving. He says, I say this because many deceivers have gone out into the world. They deny that Jesus Christ came in a real body. One translation says that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Huh. Such a person is a what? Deceiver and an antichrist. Oh my gosh. You mean like the antichrist? No, they're operating in the spirit of antichrist. If they say, well, we talked about this last week. And there's some good sounding stuff out there. I remember being a kid going, hearing about other religions and they're going, yeah, Jesus Christ was perfect. Okay, that's great. Uh, Jesus Christ was the great prophet. Okay, that's great, but that's just part of the story. Yeah, he was perfect. He was the greatest of all prophets. He was the wisest person ever on the planet, but he's also God in the flesh, and he came in the flesh. See, the problem with, with people operating in the spirit of Antichrist is they're denying the blood sacrifice of Jesus. Say, well, did he really come? Was he really God? See, because if he wasn't really God, then we're on our way to hell. Does everybody get that? 
Only God could redeem us from our sins with the perfect sacrifice of his son. So that's a problem, isn't it? I mean, that, that attacks our faith. He said, man, if he didn't, if he didn't come in, in person and get the job done, then nobody else could have. Let's read that whole verse again. I say this, he says, because many deceivers have gone out into the world. They deny that Jesus Christ came in a real body. Such a person is a what? Deceiver and an antichrist. Wow. That's, that's strong, isn't it? I mean, I don't want to call anybody an antichrist. But, I mean, that scripture is scripture and explains itself really well. So someone operating in that, and the world is full of that. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that there's such contradictory stuff out there? People will say, no, no, no. Everybody's, everybody, um, how do they say it? They'll say, oh, no, everybody has truth in what they're teaching about religion. Well, how could that be? A lot of stuff contradicts each other. How could it all be true? How could it, I mean, let me just give you some examples. I won't call them by name tonight. I should, but I won't call these. They're cults. They're not denominations. Some of them call themselves Christians. One believes that Jesus and Satan were both sons of God and they were brothers. Okay, I'm going to say it. It's the Mormons. And they call themselves Christians. Now, I've met some marvelous people who are Mormon. But that is a false doctrine. It's a doctrine of hell. They said Jesus and Satan were brothers, and they were in they were in heaven or on the planet Kolob. I'm telling you, it sounds like bad science fiction. I'm not making fun. It's just what it is. It's really bad. Joseph Smith made all this stuff up. And God the Father, Elohim, said, how do we redeem the planet? And Satan said, we force, we force everybody to worship you, God. And Jesus said, I will go and sacrifice myself. When God the Father said, hey, that's a great plan. Do you see this? None of this is in the Bible. So, Jesus, you're going to go and sacrifice yourself for the people so that they will have an opportunity to serve me. And Satan got mad. Well, he was Lucifer, and he became Satan because he didn't like the plan. He wanted to force people to serve God. Where, where in Scripture is that? That, that? that is a spirit of Antichrist, too. When you start denying stuff of how, how, how it really happened. And Jesus and Satan were brothers? That is crazy. There's a lot of weird stuff out there. Another one. Another um, religion, they said the Holy Spirit's not a person, it's a force, like the wind. That's Jehovah's Witnesses. And Jehovah's Witnesses will tell you. I've met some great Jehovah's Witnesses. But they'll tell you, they'll tell you, no, Jesus and Michael the Archangel are the same person. Well, how is that possible? It says in Hebrews chapter 1, to which of the angels did he ever say, I will make your enemies your footstool? So Hebrews chapter 1 disproves that and other places in the Bible. Jesus is God in the flesh. Michael is not one of the Trinity. He's not part of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is an angel. See, that is a spirit of Antichrist. Where do you even get that? They have a few verses that they miscommunicate and take out of context, and it's creepy. That is deception. There's stuff out there that is deception. Someone say deception. you got to keep your eyes open. And, you know, even as believers, don't ever let this come out of your mouth. And if you've said it, well, you can repent. Hear me on the live stream. Say, no, we all worship the same God. No, we don't. I don't worship a God who, who his son was Satan. I don't worship Jesus who his brother was Satan. I, no. I don't worship a God who is Michael the archangel. 
No, we don't all worship the same God. They say, no, Allah is the same God. You want to look into that? And um, you study history, and Muhammad actually, he came from a polytheistic society, meaning more than one God, and he picked one. He picked the moon God to be Allah and said, we're going to worship one God. So, see, that's not God. See, Allah didn't have a son named Jesus, and he's not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You say, man, you're hitting all this stuff. Man, we gotta, we've got to be educated. We've got to know. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So don't ever let me hear, but more importantly, don't ever let God hear you say, or don't ever let anyone else hear you say, and don't ever mislead anyone by saying, you know what, um, you know, it's all, we just all worship the same God. No, we don't. And I'm not saying we're better than anyone, but we're different. We're different. Scripture says we are a peculiar people. people. They think you're odd. They think you're odd. So even Oprah Winfrey, she'll, she talks about, I love to use Oprah as an example. Pobrecita, she comes up a lot in my messages. But she'll say, my God would not do this. My God would not do that. My God. People make up stuff about God. So that is not true. They've got to read the word. Someone say, read the word. You've got to read the word. Can't just make up stuff. Can't just make up stuff about God and who he is. So people that are denying that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, they're a deceiver and antichrist. Let's go on to the next verse. Verse 8, watch out that you do not lose what we, some translations say, what you have worked so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you receive your full reward. I want my full reward, don't you? You say, why, so I can keep it? No, I'm going to get my reward, and like Scripture says in Revelation, I'm going to throw it at the feet of Jesus because he's everything and he did everything, right? He deserves it all. He's worthy. I need something to give back to him, man, and that's the least I can do, man. He shed his blood. He suffered. He was whipped and beaten for our sin, and he was perfect and holy and innocent. So, man, I, I, wanna, I want my full reward. Someone say full reward. Uh-huh, be diligent so that, so that you receive your full reward. Dil diligent is consistent, faithful, steady, and stable. Stick with it. You say, man, I had a down day today. I messed up. I sinned. Repent and just keep going. Keep moving, keep moving. Keep the faith. You know what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy, I believe it's 4-7? He said, I have fought the good fight. He said, I've run my race. He said, I've kept the faith. I've fought the good fight, I've run my race, or I've run the race, and I've kept the faith. Don't you dare let something shake you loose from your faith. And there's going to be other COVID-type situations. So if that shook people from their faith, imagine. What if it becomes illegal to be, be a believer? Man, people are going to be telling on each other. You had COVID, and people said, I talked to people who said, no, we haven't been back to church since COVID. Man, okay, God bless you, but man, it's time to come back and serve God. It's not too late. Don't let stuff shake you from your faith. Get to your faith and keep it. Know what you believe. Know why you believe. <coughs> and know that God is real and live it. Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you receive your full reward. Somebody say amen. That is such a powerful verse. Let's go to verse 9. Or, or is verse 8 not done yet? Let's see. Let's see. What's next? No, it is verse 9. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God. 
But anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ, someone say in the teaching of Christ, yeah, they have a relationship with both the Father and the Son. Praise God. If anyone comes to your meeting and does not teach the truth about Christ, wow, or to your house for that matter, if anyone comes to your meeting or your house and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home. What? If people are speaking against Christ and giving you fake and false doctrine, don't even invite them into your house. Or give any kind of what? Encouragement or blessing to them. Well, why? It says anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. Telling, you know what I mean? Telling them, hey, oh, no, that's good. God bless you. You're doing good. No, no, no. If they are not speaking the word, if they're not speaking the truth in love, if they're not speaking the word that lines up with this word, then we can't have it. You can't have it. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. I have much more to say to you, the apostle says, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink, for I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face. I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink, for I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face. Then our joy, what? Will be complete. Someone say complete. One translation, I think, says our joy will be full. Our joy will be complete. Verse 13, greetings from the children of your sister chosen by God. Or, right, you get past the symbolism, or from the members of your sister church. So he's writing to a church and its members from whatever, wherever church he is at. Okay, there's been debate about that. They say, well, John, John went to Ephesus or he stayed there. Um, I don't, we don't know exactly. But he's writing from one church wherever he's positioned as pastor, elder, apostle, um, writing to a letter to another church. Does anyone have any questions tonight? Anything at all? All right. We might finish a little earlier than usual just because I don't want to start a new thought or a new book. Um, God willing, we will start on 3 John next week, but we finished 2 John tonight. We have never done that before, have we? Finished an entire book in one uh, setting. So let's go ahead and bow our heads and and, uh, close our eyes tonight, if you would, please. Father, we honor you tonight. We praise you tonight and we thank you and we give you glory. Help us to walk in your word. We don't want to make up stuff that we believe. We don't want to quote stuff that other people have said that is against your word. Lord, we want to walk in your word. Now, we may have differing opinions on some some things, but Lord, let this be our core and our foundation is your word. Jesus is everything. Jesus is the word. He is everything. So we love your word, we believe your word, and we know that according to scripture, you sustain, you support, you hold up all things by the word of your power. That's what scripture says. And we believe it tonight, Jesus. Is there anyone in the house who would say, you know what, I need to accept Jesus and make him the Lord of my life. If that's you, raise your hand. If that's you on the live stream, don't worry, we're gonna pray with you. Anybody in the house say, man, I need to commit my life to Jesus. Is that you? All right. 
for the benefit of the live stream and anyone who listens to this later, would you repeat this prayer with me, people of God, men and women of God. Say, Heavenly Father, I accept Jesus, the perfect Lamb of God. I declare that He is Savior and He's my Lord. Say, I'm sorry for my sin. I come to you as a sinner, Lord. Cleanse me and make me righteous. Say, I believe Jesus is Lord, and I also believe that he died and rose again for me so that I could go to heaven and be free and cleansed. Say, thank you, Father. I believe.